1: And welcome to the Puberty Prof Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lori Reichel, the Puberty Prof. And today, we're going to focus on the variety of support that exists for those of us that have breasts. So if you're a caregiver of a young person that has, their budding into breasts, or if you're a young person that is developing these breasts, we're going to go over just a variety of bras, if I would say, and tank tops that a person can get to best support their breasts and feel comfortable. To help me out, I asked Megan Vallad to come back. She was on the last episode to talk about common questions children ask about breasts and breast development. So thanks so much for coming back here, Megan. Absolutely, thank you so much for
2: having me back. I'm excited to continue our conversation today.
1: Me too. And would you remind us a little bit about your background?
2: Absolutely. So I am a health educator here in New York. I went to Coastal Carolina University where I studied physical education and health. I came back up to New York to do my master's degree in health education. And I've been teaching for the last seven years in both phys ed and health, primarily in health the
1: last three to four years. Wonderful. And you seem to have the same passion that I do about providing the best Functional health knowledge and skills to young people so they can be the happiest and healthiest they can be. Would you agree to that? Absolutely. So, like I said, we're going to be talking about some support for breasts. And if you're able to watch this on my YouTube channel, that's the Puberty Prof, Lori Reichel, Puberty Prof YouTube channel. You can do that because Megan and I are even going to be showing some bras that people can use. And there's so many varieties out there. So again, feel free to watch this on my YouTube channel or listen in because we'll try to be as descriptive as possible. And so again, thanks for being here, Megan. And let's, if we can start talking about what young people can wear, like what most girls as they're beginning to bud into breasts, that if they just wanna wear a tank top, that that's okay, correct?
2: Absolutely. I think it all comes down to what do you feel comfortable in? And what do you feel confident in? That's something that I started doing when I was really young, was when I was looking in the mirror before I left, you know, for my school day or wherever I was going. Am I comfortable? Am I confident? And if the answer to either one of those questions was not yes, I knew I had to change something about what I was wearing. And I think that also starts with our undergarments. We wouldn't want Underwear that cuts into, you know, the sides of our legs or into our pelvic area. So why would we wanna wear something um, on our chest that is going to be uncomfortable or not make us feel
1: good? Yeah. So what I did was I just grabbed a basic tank top. Uh, I do not have them as a sponsor, but I have to say, I love them. This is Duluth Trading. They have like a little bit of that stretch and it's a basic tank top they, they have a variety of sizes for adults and young people but i and they also have a variety of um, colors which i love but that's something that if a young person's just budding into breasts in other words they're slowly developing it'll give a slight support for the person there's also tank tops that have they call it like a hidden bra or a hidden support a layer, if I say it like that. So I have a blue one right now in my hands. And so they have thin straps going over the shoulders. And then inside there's this little, um, it's an area that it's like a shelf, a shelf bra. That's the really the best term to use. So there's elastic. So it would go a little closer to the breast to hold them up a little bit more. So it gives a little bit more support. And then there's two layers of fabric for, for the breast to be held up or in, up. I guess that would be the best word. Would you like to add anything about tank tops?
2: I think that a tank top is a great place to start. And I think that's a lot of times where we think about that term training bra um, is when you get those kind of camisole style tank tops where there's that extra layer of fabric, there's the elastic that is going to give that same type of feeling as having you know some sort of a bra um, I'm trying to think of what we'd call the base of a bra. Yeah. But the, that would kind of give that same, a similar feeling to what that might feel like. And I think it also provides that just extra layer of support that someone might be seeking as they are developing or if they're feeling a little self-conscious. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. So for a lot of young people having a tank top, it's a very simple, supportive piece of clothing you can wear. And just, yeah, like I said, just start out with. Um, There are, like Megan said, there's no training bras. There's no reason for your your breasts to be trained to do anything. I mean, they're a natural part of a lot of us. A lot of us that identify as female, they're natural. Um, So wear whatever you feel comfortable in. I will say, and I've heard some parents and caregivers raise the issue of when a young person starts budding with their breasts, sometimes people start to note that if they're wearing simply a t-shirt because that might be more obvious. And I don't have an issue with people being who they are and expressing themselves. The reality is sometimes though, when people see more of things through our shirts, they stare, things become very obvious. And again, I don't have an issue with people growing, yet we want them to feel comfortable and we don't want anybody to harass anybody. Does that make sense, Megan? Am I phrasing that okay? Throughout my years of teaching,
2: I've encountered that where a student who's been developing maybe quicker than their peers was uncomfortable because of the attention that they were receiving, but they weren't necessarily doing something about it. They were uncomfortable, finally came to talk to a trusted adult about it and said, this person has been staring and I don't know why. And we had to have a conversation about, okay, when do you notice this is happening? And it came out that, They noticed it more when they were not wearing any sort of support um, and it was drawing attention and we talked about how it's very normal for our bodies to start to develop and some people may develop more quickly than others and unfortunately by being that first person, it might draw some negative and unwanted attention and there were definitely ways that we can work through that and feel comfortable in our bodies and make sure that people also understand the boundaries of, hey- you don't have permission to look at my chest and I'm not comfortable with that. And addressing how can we make adjustments so that everybody involved feels comfortable and we're not making anyone feel like they're singled out um, or that they can't express themselves the way that they want to and how they dress. Yeah,
1: so I guess a little side conversation that we can have real fast is that if a person is feeling that they're, they're being stared at. They're being maybe teased or harassed um, because they're growing breasts or because people want to look at them, That they need, like you said, to go to a trusted adult, because we want you to have support. That's another type of support versus the, the fabric that we're talking this about today. Yeah. But we want to make sure young people feel comfortable as they're going through this growth. And even like, I know for college folks like I don't want anybody to stare at people's body parts and stuff and we have to have honest conversations about what does it mean to be respectful. Um, you might want to look at something real fast, but we don't glare at somebody. We don't just sit there staring continuously um, because we want people to be comfortable being who they are.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: Okay, so to go to other types of support. I. Uh, I have in in my hands right now. It's a type of bra that has has no closures. Basically, kind of like a tank top. You would just pull it over your your head. This type of bra, it's it's stretchy. So I'm stretching it in front of my screen here. And there's uh, an area for where the breast would go. There, that would be like a cup area. But there's no actual type of cup in it. It's just the fabric that's more put into like I guess a circle or more space there, if I can say it like that. And this would be simply worn. Um, you can adjust the straps because there's a way to, uh, what are these things called? I don't know what they're called.
2: <laughs> I have one very similar to that with me where it has okay. um, removable cups, so you can pull the cup out um, okay. or you can leave it in. So you can actually pull this piece out and you know, visually you can see the difference of one side that has a little bit more support and structure to it. And the other, right, kind of just looks like a deflated balloon over here. So either way we look at it, right, it's about comfort and support. Um, But yeah, I would say that these are like fastens to adjust Mm -hmm. in the same way that you would just slip this over your head like a tank top.
1: Yes, yep. So those are two examples of a very simple supportive bra that has no closure. So would you mind showing some other bras that actually have a a closure in the back and what that is?
2: So I have another one here um, that has an underwire and usually bras that have an underwire have the same sort of clasp closing structure or system to them um, that will fasten where you can go on multiple different, I don't know if we want to call it like a layer or a level, um, but we start at our loosest and they just fasten in place. So then you have um, your bra that is fastened in the back um, and you can go tighter and tighter to whatever feels most comfortable on your body. So it would be fastened the tightest.
1: So. For the bras that don't have the closures, that simply can be put over your head and then you have to wiggle your arms through the arm openings. But for a bra with a closure, I know what I recommend sometimes people do is to actually put it around the waist or right below the breast area and close it so you can do it in the front of your body and then simply turn it around and then put your arms into the arm areas. So- I'm actually, I'll demonstrate. Right,
2: so we would come in, fasten how it felt best, spin it around, and then slipping our arms through and going ahead and pulling up the straps. Now, because this is already over, you know, what I'm wearing and another bra, I would probably want to, if this was just fitting this tight in general, loosen the straps by pulling back towards the base and back part of the bra. And if i wanted to make it tighter do it on the other side i would pull towards the front of the bra making the strap a little bit tighter
1: like such now i've heard of some people actually like kind of put their arms into the bra and then they're able to latch it themselves in the back i don't have that dexterity so if some people do if you want to try that out but i know You know, I can put my hands behind my back for sure. But to have it, because you have to get both parts of the bra behind with the closure and you have to, so you can try that. But as Megan had just said, it seems like the both of us do the same technique of how to put it on. And you had said, I'm sorry, go ahead.
2: Oh, I was going to say, I think whatever is easiest and works for someone. And there's absolutely times that I might have it already fastened together and I put it on over my head like a t-shirt. I think Mm -hmm. it just depends on the bra and your arm shoulder flexibility. (laughs) I think lots of times when I would try to do it the other way, where I would reach behind, uh, things would get tangled and uncomfortable because I've connected it and put the bra in place, but the strap down here is all twisted up and then I've got to redo it. So I found Mm -hmm. the most efficient way for me is to do it in the front. But I think absolutely, if you've got that talent
1: to reach around the back, go for it. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. And you had said that you, you showed that bra where there's there's an underwire in which some bras have no underwire. It means that they're just like out of a foam consistency and um, a wire, underwire bra. Sometimes people would recommend, people that have larger breasts might use that, but it's all by preference. I mean, I I'm going to admit that for me to feel most comfortable with a bra, I have gone to a store and I like the brand Soma and they actually, they will recommend certain bras. I'll try them on and they train people for how to do this with others. So it's not just somebody coming off the street or anything. They're a specialist and then they, that are trained for how to do this. And then they can even give advice and say, yeah, that type of bra is not the best. We recommend an underwire or not an underwire.
2: Yes, I've had this exact same experience where you go in, you can get fitted so that it's, you know, nothing is uncomfortable. And then even then, you can try on something that they think will be great for you and you put it on your body and it just doesn't feel right. So it's again, it's finding comfort in what you have on. Nothing that you wear should be uncomfortable. Yes
1: which I was going to say, I know that there's body shaping tanks too. That would go more along with a tank, but sometimes they also have a bra in there. And I'll admit I've had one or two in my life that if I'm going to go to a special event yet I've never felt comfortable in them because it just seems like they're no matter what size I get, it's like tight. And I, I just don't feel me in them. So what I'd recommend that if you're going to use something for a special event that's going to be a body shaping kind of bra, okay, fine. Yet make sure that when you wear clothing, you feel comfortable in it. Because you, want to, you don't want to have to be sitting in school or being at work feeling uncomfortable. It just lessens your joy of being present during the day. That's my advice. Would you agree with me, Megan? 100%. if we can now talk about sports bras because we had said that both of us we like doing some kind of exercise so what's the deal with sports bras
2: so sports bras are designed for different levels of impact so we can start with uh, this sports bra here which i actually wear um, very often as a regular bra because again it's about comfort for me So this is very lightly lined. Um, There is no underwire. It is again, a stretchy fabric um, that doesn't dig in in any way, shape or form. Um, This is for like low impact things. So like I said, if I'm wearing it to work, not doing anything crazy and strenuous at work, that would require additional support. Um, But this is also great for things like yoga or walking or sometimes people who don't have larger breasts might be able to wear something like this and that's all the support that they're going to need, even for something high intensity. You can also get a little bit more supportive. This is a more uh, like a thicker style fabric um, that has the elastic on the bottom and you can't see it, but it's built in elastic here. Um, There's no shaping of this, but this is something that I might wear Um, If I'm going to work out and do some light weightlifting, nothing that's going to be like high intensity interval training um, or sports related, this would be a much lower impact. And then you might get somewhere that is a little bit higher impact where you've got a thicker lining, the um, elastic underneath. Again, there are removable cups in this one, but again, it's designed so that there is that support under impact. And then for me, the highest um, is this thicker one. It does have the closure at the back. So it kind of has that more bra-like closure to it. Um, But there are thicker straps um, and more additional coverage that is going to happen with this bra. I cannot take out the padding and there is not an underwire, but there is something a little bit stiffer about the sides of it um, that make it very high support. So if I'm going to play sports or if I'm going to do some sort of high intensity um, activity that's really going to get me moving around, for me personally, I need something with more support in it. So that is what I would opt for. But again, it's about what you feel comfortable with. And I don't think there's anything wrong for people who might be kind of trying out sports bras to see what feels best. Bring an extra one in a bag so that if all of a sudden you're not feeling comfortable in it,
1: you have another backup option. Yeah. And do you have any additional advice for people that are trying to find that perfect fit? Try things on.
2: There's fitting rooms for a reason. And I think it's important to feel it and move around in it. I think back to when I would go shoe shopping uh, when I was younger and whether it was sneakers or cleats and my mom making me run up and down the aisle, which kind of felt silly at the time because you're just running around the store, but you can feel if something doesn't fit right. So I think just like we would um, for clothing, or shoes, the same thing would go with what we're wearing underneath those clothes. And so trying on bras, moving around in them, getting a feel for, does this fit right? Does this feel right? Is going to be the best option for figuring that out.
1: I think we also have to raise the fact that some of these bras that we're talking about, they can be a little costly. Yes. Tank tops, that's pretty simple. Uh, like I think I bought some Duluth tank tops on sale and they were like maybe $12 to $16 each. But bras, uh, and I'm thinking of the sports one that you showed last, I'm thinking that's at least $50. So I'd recommend people looking for sales if it's at an athletic shop um, to see if there's bargains like the BOGO, buy one, get one. Or get one half price, that kind of thing. So be aware of sales. Signing up for certain stores, like I, I do soma. So sometimes they'll give a twenty dollars off coupon here or there. Um, but just be aware that if you need to buy bras and they're the better ones, or I wouldn't say the better ones, but some of them can get really expensive.
2: Definitely, I think there's also nothing wrong with kind of getting like hand me downs. I had three older uh, female cousins who developed before I did because they were older and they they would pass down things to me. And although I wouldn't share underwear with someone, a bra is different. And so I would be happy to take, you know, a bra that they didn't need anymore, didn't work for them, didn't fit them. Um, If it fit my needs, great. If not, I pass it on to someone else. So I think if there's an opportunity to kind of upcycle those materials um, and those clothes, I think that's a really great way to kind of get a feel for something as well. And as an adult, I really do look at the clothes that I'm buying, bras that I'm buying as investment pieces. And I really do want to make sure that it's something I'm comfortable in because it's something that I'm going to need for quite a long time. And I think if you're able to purchase something that you can use for a while, it's worth your investment in it. If it's something that you're going to be confident and comfortable in.
1: Great words of advice. Do you have anything else you'd like to share with people or any other advice for caregivers or for young people that might be listening in?
2: I think sometimes going to purchase a first bra can be overwhelming with lots of different emotions. I think sometimes people might feel uncomfortable, whether it's the caregiver or uh, the young person. I think making it something special um, can be a way that takes away some of that uncomfortable aspect of it, um, and making it, you know, something that can be enjoyed. Maybe you bring a friend along, and it's, you know, two caregivers go with their, um, you know, adolescent children to go pick this out, or a big sister, or anything like that could kind of ease the tension that may come along with it. Um, I also think for caregivers, letting your child pick out something that they like. Um, something they might take pride in, um, is something that will help them to understand that, you know, this is something that you're going to be comfortable in because you like it, and it's not just something I I picked out for you. And, you know, I think as a developing person, there's great cheaper alternatives. Um, I remember I think my first bra probably came from Kohl's, and my parents took me. We had probably a discount and, you know, some Kohl's cash laying around and we applied it that way. And so, you know, that first bra was a big deal because this was, you know, the first time I was going to have one and I got to pick out whatever I wanted um, within reason, of course. Um, But they had really great, you know, designs and colors, which nobody was going to see but me. But it was something that made me feel like I had a voice in what I was choosing and I was comfortable with the decision that was made.
1: And you're right. Kohl's, they have a lot of sales. They have like 20% off, 30% off, and then you get the Kohl's cash. That's a great use for that Kohl's cash for sure. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much again, Megan, for being here today, and to our audience, thanks so much for listening in. If you'd like to connect with me or somehow connect with Megan, please email me at pubertyprof at gmail.com or check out my website at pubertyprof.com. I appreciate you all listening in for this, this wonderful episode, and I hope that you have a happy and healthy day.